Hello, hello, hello. You are listening to The Most with your host, Michael Hurt. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? See, y'all was expecting me to say something else, you know, instead of, uh, you know, what I just said. So, yeah, 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 I got to switch it up a little bit. Welcome to the second season of The Most with your host, Michael Hurt. Now, I know when you you read the moniker uh, for the podcast, it just says The Most. And I think it says with Michael Hurt. I don't know. But I just thought throwing the host in there, you know, you know, that's 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 kind of that's kind of my little my little personal spin on it. But anyway, um, <clears throat> excuse me. How was your um, how was your weekend? I will apologize. I, I'm kind of currently, uh, you know, wrestling, battling with uh, allergies. So please excuse me. <laughs> God is not through with me yet but anyway i just kind of wanted to pop on hope you had a great weekend i hope you had a great monday i had a great monday i had a great weekend you know any weekend that i can uh, any day actually that i am sucking air i am on this side of eternity is a great day you know i hope you feel the same way um i actually um Got a chance to talk to a friend today at work and uh, they were sharing some things with me that was going on in their family as it relates to, you know, just kind of the whole COVID thing and how what they thought was, you know, kind of going to be a bad thing. It turned out to be a good thing. And I was just kind of rejoicing with them. I think that's dope. You know, and I think that's very important. I think you should gravitate and find someone that you can uh, celebrate with and be happy with and for. You know what I mean? Um, I also want to implement, I, I started this on my last podcast. Um, I think it was the third episode. This is the fourth, by the way. This is the fourth episode of the second season. Yeah, your boy got seasons now. Yeah, yeah. I'm just playing. No, but it does feel good. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So... Here's a little air hug going out to you. Uh, uh, Does he get that? Does he get that? Cool, cool, cool. So, you know, I I do this little thing where I I call it inspirational moments. So, you know, this this is this is this is probably gonna you know sound kind of weird to you, just in that you know, like I said, like I said, you can find inspiration any anywhere. But I thought it was just so cool that uh, this lady I was at uh, I was at uh, the grocery store the other day. My favorite thing to do grocery shopping and she looked like she this older lady she looks like she was struggling and I just was like well what can I do for you she's like oh I'm looking for the tomato soup so I found the tomato soup for her and she wanted like three or four cans but she, she was kind of frail she couldn't carry those cans so I had just gotten a cart and I hadn't even started grocery shopping you know per se you know when I go grocery shopping I have to wrap my mind around things I have to actually say okay <gasps> breathe I'm here in the store now. It's time to get serious. I don't even talk on the phone when I go grocery shopping because I'll forget something. It ain't like I'm trying to go back. I'll just do without. You know what I mean? So I won't even get into that. I can tell you some stories on that. But anyway, um, so long story short, I gave her my cart and she just looked at me like, you were really giving me your cart? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to give you the cart. You know what I'm saying? There's plenty of carts up there. You know, but uh, it was really cool. And it is not that I'm trying to put myself on a shelf, but this is more about me just, you know, her allowing me to help her you know what I mean so so I want to say thank you to that lady I just happened to know I did go to school with her sons and I would have did it if I didn't you know know her I just knew she happened to be their mother and um you know she's aged and and you know she she raised her her family and you know it's her turn now that's what I'm saying so when I see somebody like that I kind of see my mother you know what I mean? So, and my mother is, let me, I'm, I, I always, I never pass up the chance to talk about my beautiful mother. My mother is 89. She will be 90 years old in August next month. 
You know what I'm saying? She'll be 90 years old and she is the baby of 18. Yes. You know, so I think that's really great. My incredible grandfather, her father, uh, outlived three wives and she was born in the last set. So that's that's an awesome story. I love that. I love telling it. I love talking about it. It is my inspiration. So that's my inspiration no matter what. The other inspiration about the grocery store, that's that's just, you know, um, <clears throat> something that occurred. But anyway, uh, on to it. Let me get right on to it. So I want to talk about this. This this is kind of crazy for me, and, and, and it's almost therapeutic. Maybe you can help me out. Um, panhandlers. Panhandlers. I think that's what you call them. The people that stand on the mediums with, we'll work for food. We'll work for a pickle and a sack lunch. We'll work for a lemon head and a, and a whatever. You know what I'm saying? We'll work for a can of tuna. And, you know, let me let me just kind of get into this real quick. Now, I'm going to put a little different spin on this. Okay? I, I hail from Peoria, Illinois. All right. Proud of it. Born and raised. I'm a native. Um, and this is what's going on in my city. I don't know what's going on in your city, but let me tell you what's going on in my city. All right. Sometimes I talk a little fast, so, you know, I'm going to slow it down. But let me tell you what's going on in my city. All the panhandlers are... You know, they're mainly at Walmarts and they're at some intersections and stuff like that. You know, they all got their own little special signs. And I've actually had a chance to kind of just look them over real good. You know, just kind of look them up and down. I'm standing there. Now, let me just be very honest with you. I don't give to panhandlers. I I don't. And I have my own reason for doing that. Um, I do not give to panhandlers. Um... I'm trying to debate if I even want to get into why. Okay, I'll partially get into why. Okay, okay, okay. You're twisting my arm. You're twisting my arm. Let me let me just say this. And this is this is mainly in my city. These jokers, as the old man would say, they don't look like they are in need. They just look like they ain't had a shower in a day, and then shave. You know, certain people. Uh, are very hairy, so they can grow a beard in 24 hours. My father could grow a beard in 24 hours. I'm pretty close myself. But here's the thing I'm saying to you. These panhandlers, now, if you are truly in need, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. You know, but who knows if somebody's in need? Now, I've seen some suspect things that really stand out to me, and I don't like it. I'm going to just be straight up with you. This is going to be a little bit... This, this particular uh, episode is going to be a little more raw-raw. <laughs> I think I coined that term. Maybe I didn't coin it, but I started using it yesterday. It's going to be raw-raw. <clears throat> so, you know, I saw a panhandler, and this was a lady. Um, this was kind of in your, one of your more affluent areas of Peoria, Illinois. Uh, she was standing there, and she was getting ready to panhandle. Like, she was in the dressing room, you know, and she was getting her, getting her hair, you know, messed up and she just you know she was getting her sign ready and stuff you know I don't know if she had an understudy but (laughs) I don't think she was gonna need the understudy because she was like I got this so she was sitting there and I just happened to walk past her I was going in the store and she was kind of kneeled down doing something I think she was counting some coins nails was looking better than Beyonce's nails had glitter all on them I mean they was fresh had her little makeup on, you know, I just, I, I'm sorry, I'm confused, you get nothing, you get nothing from me, then another situation, all of this happened in Pure Illinois, 
I, there, there was this one corner, same area, where um, it'd be an old, old man, probably late 60s, panhandling. And then a young man, I think the young man would take the first shift, if you notice I'm saying shift, you know. Um, and then he would leave, and then the old man would come in the evening. So it's kind of like, uh, maybe it was vice versa, I don't know. But it don't matter, because here's the point I'm making. I saw these cats about to go to blows over that corner. I ain't making that up, y'all. They were about to fight. Old man threw his sign down. Young man was like, man, you don't want this. You don't want this. You know, and then they just kind of realized where they was at. They, they chilled before the police came. And I think the old man won. The young cat walked away because he knew it's plenty of other corners out there he can stand on and bomb. Now, what am I getting at? I personally don't believe. I would say a very small percentage, and I'm talking like 3%. Of the people in Peoria that panhandle are actually in need of it. Now, here's my thing. I'm really starting to wonder, and you're probably gonna think, oh my God, he's crazy. You know, I, I don't think I can say anything like that. That's okay, I'm gonna say it for ya. Check this out. I think they got a union. Yeah, yeah. I think the panhandlers have a union. I think they're organized. I think they set up and say, hey, I'm going to bust this spot out. You bust that spot out. And that's how they get down. Now, let me tell you the other thing that really sets the alarm off for Michael Hurton. Now, everything I'm saying could be wrong. This is just my, uh, how can I say this, unofficial opinion. Uh, the opinion you probably don't give up about. Here's the deal. They're all white. Every last one of them. You will not see a black. You will not see a Hispanic. You will not see anyone other than a white panhandler in Peoria. You could drive for miles, and if you drive too far, you're outside of Peoria. You understand what I'm saying? Now, when I said I was going to put a different spin on it, that's what I'm talking about. That's a little different spin. Now, why are all the panhandlers white? Why are, why are they all white? I don't give them shit. Now, I didn't use the word shit because I said they're all white. I used the word, that word because who, whatever color you are, if you fake it to funk, you need a foot up your ass. Straight up. You know what I mean? And so the thing with that is, I am not trying to place race in this. I'm not trying to play the race card, which I hate when people say the race card. What the hell is that? What, what the hell is a race card? You know what I mean? There's no such thing as race as it relates to ethnicity. All right. So, but I'm just saying, the, the thing, the, the other part of that I kind of want to expound on is this. And I'm all over the place, but but I'm but I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it out there. Just just bear with me. In Peoria, <clears throat> you will not see a black panhandler, even though a lot of black people do are in need, are homeless because they don't want to be they don't want to be thrown in jail for just being black. Like black people can't even walk. We have to explain why we walk. We have to explain why we jog. We have to explain why we farted. We have to explain why we driving a Mercedes Benz. We have to explain everything. And white people don't like to hear this. I'm good with that. Like I said, my podcast is not for everybody. It's not. And I'm good with that. You know, I speak the truth. But it just blows my mind. Everywhere I go and I see a panhandler, he looked like a white, he's a white guy. He looked like he rode around in the dirt with some dirty ass jeans on and, 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 a, and a scruffy face. Get the fuck on. 
I, you, you gets nothing from me. You gets nothing from me. And I said, you don't need it. But I can tell a motherfucker that's in good shape and just, you know, I, I, I've, I've been in and out of factories and seen people that work in factories. You know, they're, they're well-to-do people. They just get dirty for a living. That's what these people look like. You know, and I'm just thinking, man, get your ass on. And every time they see me and I drive past, you know, when, I, when it's a new panhandler and he's going to be on, I'm going to be here all next week. You know, I'm going to be here, you know, for like three weeks. They know when they see my pickup truck, they say, that little ball head, yeah, I'm ball head. That little ball head joker right there ain't going to give me a, a, a bubble gum and half of a jelly bean. You got that right. Now, I did one time, maybe I shouldn't have did this, I rode past one of the panhandlers, and he was standing outside, he thought I was going to give him something, I let down my window, I said, I got, I got something for you, he said, what you got, I said, some advice, I said, go in there and get your job application, go in there and get your job application, he said, what, I said, oh, you got selective hearing now, I said, go in there and get your damn job application, I said, you know what else, I said, I got one more for you, he said, what, I said, look both ways before you cross the street, both ways. Left, right, right, left. You know, I'm just, I'm just saying, man. I'm trying to be a little facetious here. I admit that, but you kind of have to laugh to keep from crying, man. And again, I am not a bigot. I am not coming down on white people, but I'm getting tired of seeing that shit. These people that I see are not in need. I know when somebody's in need. Okay, I grew up in the church, and I've seen homeless people come in, and you know, the church would feed. I know how somebody looks, and I'm not saying you can Google. You can Google these people and say, hey, how does a homeless person look? And they have a certain look. But what I'm saying to you, these people are pimping. I'm sorry. I ain't, I ain't got a damn thing for you. I got something for you, but I'm not going to tell you what it is. You know, but the thing of it is, um, let's, let's, you know, we live in a day and time where people just, you got to keep your head on a swivel. Don't let people fool you. And again, I'm saying, I know I'm speaking with, as the old people used to say, fork and tongue. I'm speaking kind of, you know, I'm speaking this way and that way at the same time. But you have to be careful. You can't let people play you. You know, I've heard stories about, and this is just a story, nothing I've ever seen. You know, some guy's panhandling all day. He collects all these hundreds, thousands of dollars. And then he goes and jumps at a vet and drives out to the, to the, you know, to wherever. They wouldn't even allow that shit. Now, here in Peoria, if a black man was panhandling, he, man, he wouldn't even get to the handle of the pan. They would throw his ass in the car and oh we know you got priors we know you got priors man and i know y'all probably think oh he always trying to make something black and white no it ain't all black and white but it's the truth it's the truth and it's a lie so i just you know i just noticed that that's what's going on here in the p now in in, in other cities chicago new york uh boston mass um Houston, Texas, you know, Denver, Colorado, bigger cities. Maybe you do have more black. But uh, black people can't do shit without fucking getting arrested, man. And that's bullshit. Hey, that's all I got for y'all this evening. Thanks for rocking with me. And uh, until next time, be blessed without stress. Peace.